0: no i hear you you just you just can't be pleased man i got you. I,
1: this is pretty much <laughs> what it is everybody should understand that that i can't like movies welcome to sincast presented by cinema All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from Cinema Sins. Hello, hello. Today, we're going to be doing a mini pod.
0: Bloody pod?
1: Sure, that works. <laughs> works perfectly. But not uh, Bloodshot.
0: Not Bloodshot.
1: No, it's not Bloodshot. <laughs> um, we're doing a mini pod of The Five Bloods, directed yes. by Spike Lee. And on Netflix, it came on. It was it uh, was it June twelfth. Is that what it was? June twelfth. That is correct. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, Spike Lee's new one on Netflix. Um, and uh, so yeah, what do we want to say about this? It's about uh, a, a bunch of Vietnam vets mm-hmm. who are going are coming back to Vietnam to find some gold that they uh, buried and left behind Mm because they couldn't take it out of the country at the time. Uh, And now it's been 50 years later and they're, uh, or however long it is, 40 years later, maybe. um, Mm -hmm. And uh, they want to, they want to find a way to get the gold and, uh, and get back. And they also have a friend who died that they want to get his remains and uh, send them back as well. Um, and this, this is a a sort of a, uh, an eclectic cast, uh, because there's some, some people I don't think I've ever seen, uh, like, you know, I would have never guessed a movie with Delroy Lindo and, (laughs) and Isaiah Whitlock and like as Vietnam vets, like that, like this very strange, like, um, uh, but, uh, Isaiah Whitlock is, uh, best known from the wire and, uh, Clark mm-hmm. Peters also known from the wire is in this, uh, and rounding out the, the, the main four guys, you have Norm Lewis, uh, playing, uh, playing one of them. And then, yeah. uh, uh, Delroy Lindo's son is played by Jonathan Majors.
0: Yeah, Jonathan Majors, who I had, I know he's been in some stuff. I had never seen him in anything because I hadn't seen like the black man from San Francisco mm-hmm. and, or the last black man. Is that what? It yeah, was? it's the
1: last black man in San Francisco, In San Francisco,
0: which I really do want to see now. I've, I've, I mean, I've always wanted to see it. I just hadn't had a chance, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, he's 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 excellent. I don't think I had ever seen Nor- Norm Lewis looked really familiar, but like I looked up his biography, his bibliography, and like he was in a couple of Spike Lee things I hadn't seen. Uh, That she's got to have it TV show. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, but I guess I hadn't seen him in anything, but he just he looked super familiar. But
1: yeah, yeah. um, I, I same here. I thought he was like somebody I had seen a hundred times, but he's only got twenty nine. <laughs> he's only got twenty nine acting credits. Yeah, um, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. He was in an episode of that. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. What else is there on here that I really? I mean, he was in Gotham as Deputy Mayor Harrison
0: Kane. Oh may, maybe for I one saw episode. <laughs> um, maybe of, like the ten episodes I watched. That was one of them.
1: Yeah, maybe so. I mean, there's not very many things here that I can mm-hmm. point to and say, yeah, I've seen that. Um, but yeah, he rounds out that uh, that uh, older but crew.
0: You talked about them being in a Vietnam movie, but like I didn't going into this. I I kind of assumed it was one thing because I didn't know much about it going in other than I knew they played Vietnam vets going back to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. But and then it starts off kind of what I thought it would be like a reflection piece almost because Spike Lee has done a few of these. Mm-hmm. But then it turns into something I've never seen Spike Lee do before. I mean, it, it turns into a lot of people have said like Treasure of the Sierra Madre mm-hmm. um, or even something like a Wages of Fear or Sorcerer. Yeah. Like it basically becomes like this basically becomes like a, a jungle suspense thriller adventure movie, which I was not expecting. And I mean, I won't even beat around the bush. I mean, this movie's fucking great. OK,
1: OK. i was was gonna add to the uh the the movies that it reminds me of and uh, three kings uh yeah definitely also came up in my head during this whole thing um yeah uh this is a this is an exciting movie it's a two and a half hour uh, yeah uh movie and spike lee uh has a lot of other things on his mind in this as well Mm uh that uh, you don't uh, at least I don't think people like us, uh, like white guys think about very often mm-hmm. when it comes to the Vietnam war and everything. And, uh, you know, Spike Lee has this theme running throughout where, you know, black men in America aren't being treated very well at all, but we're being sent, uh, to the front lines out in Vietnam to fight for something mm-hmm. that they didn't have back home, um, I don't, I'm, I'm, I, I love that message. And I wonder though, I was wondering throughout this, was it, was it like an appropriate message for the movie he made? Um, oh, that's interesting. Um, it, it just, it was like one of those things where you're like, yeah, yeah, I get, I can get with that. It's just that the movie he made here just didn't seem like it fit that much. It felt like it was kind of like, uh, uh, it just it just didn't fit for me uh, as as neatly as I think he wanted it to
0: yeah this is definitely like you've got you because I mean I think I don't I mean I guess people do know this if you've seen enough of his movies maybe you see all the touches and stuff I mean Spike Lee's a huge film buff like he's mm-hmm. a he's a big film guy I can even remember back in the day of like when it was like laser was the main thing and stuff I remember reading an article with him where he was talking about you know i don't rent like i just i just buy and mm-hmm. he was talking about his movie collection and stuff i mean he's like scorsese and you know that crew just with yeah. how many films they watch So you get like the film fan of Spike Lee in this movie, definitely. Because like I said, I mean, that Treasure Sierra Madre thing. I mean, clearly he's a fan of that movie. Very
1: much so. And he even um, even very directly references it. Um, Absolutely. And you
0: deal with the whole like the when they're going back for the gold, they kind of get into the whole gold fever and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like how that changes people's perspectives and all that kind of stuff. Not Mm -hmm. to get too much into that. We'll talk about that in spoilers. Yeah. But um, but then also, like you said, it's it's definitely also a think piece at times, which he also likes to do. And I mean, I guess I could see that maybe not merging as well for some.
1: Well, um, here's the thing. I think that message works beautifully in a movie where we see the young guys fighting in Vietnam. And that's okay. the yeah. main part of the movie. Um, and they can still have the the gold and mm-hmm. everything else going on at the same time, um, I, I just don't. I don't. I'm. I'm. It may require uh, multiple viewings for me, but uh, I feel like that message works best if if there if we just see all of them young,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and and it, and the movie is set in 1969 or whatever, mm-hmm. and 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 then we have these kind of things. But maybe it does require, uh, you know, forty uh, something years of reflection to get to that point on this, um, when, when they're going back to, to get gold that, you know, isn't theirs. Um, you know, it's, it, it's one of those type of things where I, where I'm like, you know, we're, we're playing a little fast and loose with the, the Mm -hmm. ethics and morals of these characters and everything. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it, I thought it was interesting. I was sitting there going, man, I think I really would like this message if it was just, you know, younger people the entire
0: time. Yeah, because, I mean, it gets to the point where you're like, you kind of start wondering, like, because at the beginning, you're definitely like, oh, these are good guys. And they're, you know, they just, they, you know, um, they're going back. And you don't know exactly what they're going back for initially, either. I mean, we Mm -hmm. should say. I mean, it's not, I mean, they don't hide it. Like, it's in the trailers and everything. So, yeah, uh, we're not, we're not spoiling anything. But, no. But by the end, you do wonder, like, were they even really good people?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a I I mean, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with them being bad people. I just just thought it was kind of a weird framing device that they, you know, (laughs) they they decided to make it where the you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, a lot of these. Um, the you know it starts off kind of like a lot of these uh, old man movies where they're Mm -hmm. they're getting the band back together again, and they're gonna they're gonna have crazy moments and and uh, everything. You know those movies that you see Morgan Freeman in all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but like uh, you know, it it starts off kind of like that, but then it has a lot more to say. But like I said, I I don't want to belabor that point. Um, but it, yeah, it absolutely. felt like a, it felt like a weird juxtaposition yeah. for the kind of movie that we were watching.
0: Absolutely. And I don't want to come off just saying like they turn into bad guys. That's not what, I mean, I definitely didn't mean that, it, but it's kind of like, I feel like kind of like zero effect with Ben Stiller. Like, you know, there's not good guys and bad guys. There's yeah, right. Guys. Right, right. <laughs> right. They're just, they're more complex, I guess, the more the movie goes on than, than you think they were initially. For there's sure. actually a really, really interesting uh thing with the Norm Lewis character. Uh, that caught me off guard uh, mm-hmm. when we get into spoilers. But um, yeah, but overall, really, really, really liked it.
1: Yeah. And uh, and at the center of this is Delroy Lindo being awesome. Del- Del- he, Delroy Lindo is so great.
0: Yeah. He at one point says he's the motherfucker. And I was thinking like, you, he, he is the motherfucker. God mm-hmm. damn it. Like, he, he really he's, is. He's awesome. And it seems like people are just kind of seeing him for the first time, at least younger people who haven't because Uh, but you know, like, I mean, in the nineties and stuff, I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. starting with like get shorty and Crooklyn and all that stuff. I mean, I was just like, yeah, this guy's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was nice to see him back doing something a little more, you know, prominent. Yeah. Um, so what are we going to grade this? Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm going to give it an A. Um, I, I really, I mean, I, I, in. It's just it's it, it is it, it does feel like two movies at sometimes, but for whatever reason they both worked fine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's moments where, and I've I've felt this way with multiple Spike Lee films as much as I love even the ones I just love the most. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there seems to always be scenes that go on a little longer than I probably would have them go on, right? <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I it it doesn't matter. I mean, it and I like I said, I was so surprised. Like I've never seen. I mean, he did Inside Man, which is very much a suspense thriller. But Mm -hmm. this really felt like he was doing like almost like Hitchcock levels. I mean, there was just there was insane. There was just some really suspenseful stuff towards the end because you weren't sure like who was going to do what, how they Mm -hmm. were going to act. Was someone about to turn on somebody? Um, You know, there's other characters that show up. We haven't even talked about uh, Mm -hmm. um, what's the uh, from Melanie Terry and uh, Paul Walter Hauser.
1: Yeah. And, um, uh, and the name that I will never probably mm-hmm. get right. Uh, Jasper Pakenin, Yes. uh, who is also in black Klansman. Um, Oh yes, uh, that's Paul right. Walter Hauser. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 And, um, you know, just all, just all this stuff just kind of converges towards the end and things start getting like even shittier and shittier for these people and they have more hoops to jump through and it just kind of, everything builds on everything so nicely. Mm -hmm. Um, that, uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun to watch, uh, him, him work in that kind of area. Yeah. Um, So yeah, no, I'll give it an A.
1: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give this a solid B. Um, I, uh, I feel like, I feel like if, if he goes one way or the the Mm -hmm. other, like he could make two movies out of the material that's in this. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, and, and I think both of those movies are probably A's, but when you put them together, Um, there's a, I I had a little, um, I had just a little bit of a disconnect with this. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and, and, and I always sort of, you know, think to myself, uh, when I'm reviewing movies and everything, um, uh, you know, a lot of people like to point to in certain movies, look at all that symbolism and like, you know, look at how they did that. That was so awesome and everything. And I'm like, well, symbolism itself doesn't make a movie great mm-hmm. uh, just because you're, you're happy that you were able to connect with that symbolism doesn't mean that it makes any sense for what the movie was doing or anything like that. And then I had the same sort of issue here um, just with the, the, like I said, like you said, it was like two different movies and everything. Uh, I just wish I could see one or the other. And I, I think they would both be great hour and a half uh, to two hour movies. Um on their own but uh but I, I overall like this a lot too um mm-hmm. and and uh and you know i i i um i don't want to dissuade anybody from watching it uh, by the little things that i just said here there's just a little bit of a disconnect for me
0: so, yeah, so a good movie
1: yeah um okay let's go on to spoilers
0: She's the sister and the She's daughter. They just
1: no, 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 that no, no, was... no, no, no. I'm reading the books. So, um okay, so what's really spoilery about this movie? I guess I mean you have Chadwick Bozeman is the the guy who plays the their Storm and Norman. Yeah, Storm and Norman, who was their who was their buddy and their leader. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to go check. They go to check out some CIA plane that's been that's
0: wrecked in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the it was the yeah it was the people helping them against the Viet Cong, and um, they did not want to be paid in paper.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, they have. There's this uh, this uh, case full of gold in the in the plane. Uh, they immediately get attacked uh when they get into the plane mm-hmm. and uh and then they're they're spread out um as they uh try to get this gold back to wherever they think they're gonna get it back to mm-hmm. um uh but uh you know the the chad with the storm and norman character ends up getting shot while they're at the while they're uh, at the plane and um and yeah they have to they don't, they know they can't bring it back with them they don't have any means of doing that mm-hmm. and uh and so they, they bury it, um, hoping to come back one day. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So then they, they come back They're uh, they're, they're older and you, um, the idea is they have a contact, uh, what's her name? Um, was it Tian Lu? Tian Lu? Yes. Yeah. It was um, play, played by, according to the IMDb, why lan a like mm-hmm. the letter y i guess the I guess the first name is must be very difficult to pronounce or something but um this is somebody that clark peters character has had a relationship with she's gonna help them find somebody who's going to help them get the gold out and that's jean renault Mm-hmm. um who is uh, playing what is his name in this movie the de, de, de roche de roche <laughs> um and uh and jean reno is a is a perfect smarmy bad guy character uh, absolutely if you've ever seen him and i mean he's obviously been a good guy a few times but mission impossible mm-hmm. is immediately going to come to your head when professional when, when, yeah uh when you see when you see him in here but Uh, You you know immediately that this guy is probably not to be trusted, and all (laughs) of these guys are like, yeah, this guy can't be trusted. As soon as they see him, yeah. Um, uh, But he's going to help them apparently uh, get the gold out and everything. And they have a guide, but they don't want the guide to come with them in the woods. Um, I was I was I that was I don't know I I I didn't understand I, I was trying to figure out how in the world they knew. How, where, where to go back. And, and I thought that the lack of a guide was really going to hurt them.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, my, thinking was cause they, they had said they were going to get the remains. Obviously they didn't say they were going to get gold. And then, so mm. I guess they didn't want the guide with them because of that. And they did at one point, they, they had some kind of machine, like they had something with them, a handheld device that, oh, and they had a metal detector. Yeah,
1: but, uh, but like Yeah,
0: that was one thing I just I was kind of confused about how they knew exactly what location. I mean, I can I can assume they told the guide where the incident took place. And maybe, maybe that's what kind it of was. I know
1: I know why they didn't take the guide in. It's just yeah, that yeah, yeah. No, I, I just thought it was going to be it was going to be something major that hurt them uh later on that they couldn't trust anybody to help them get gotcha. to this place. And uh, and it really wasn't except except for the fact that there are mines everywhere and they really needed somebody who knew where mines were uh, in this place. Um, This is one of the this is one of the things about the movie that I thought was uh, the most contrived part of it was they run into uh, this French team of minesweepers in Mm -hmm. the in a bar before they go to the to the uh, jungle the next day. And, uh, and lo and behold, those minesweepers are there, uh, when mines become a problem. Uh, you know, that uh, scene
0: was so good though. It was. Mean, it was just one of those great moments where you got somebody yelling and, you know, uh, that when that was actually, that was the Norm Lewis character, yes. right? that was Eddie. And, uh, that was the moment where I, what the, the interesting thing about that moment was that like Eddie, when they find, they, they find the gold. And it's been scattered, but they're finding it. And when they get it all together, they're talking about, like, what they're going to do with it. And Eddie is the one who actually says, well, you know, Nor- when we talked about it with Norman, you know, we were going to give all this back to the community or whatever. We were going to help because, you know, obviously, um, you know, help, help the, you know, the, um, you know, a Black Lives Matter movement or whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. They Right, were gonna right. do that." And he's like, you know, I think we should still do that. And then they're like, well, you're rich. You don't give a shit. And then you find out he's not rich. He's lost Mm -hmm. like everything. Um, So even though he's lost everything, he's still saying like, this is what I want to do. So that's when things start kind of getting shady between them. And then they, I guess they go off for a little bit because I know they're walking with their backpacks. Mm -hmm. And then they have another argument. And then while he's like in the process of yelling, he steps on a mine and just blows up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Which you know he is too. It's one of those type yeah. of things in movies where you know you see you see the the chick uh, yelling in Final Destination, mm-hmm. and you see like all these different things that happen. You know that person's going to die as yeah, soon as they very, start yelling
0: like that. It's very Deep Blue Sea, right? It's very, yeah, yeah. Samuel Jackson getting eaten by the getting eaten by the shark. Uh, it's mm-hmm. that kind of it's that kind of moment. If for some reason you're listening to this and you you haven't seen it, if you're listening to the spoiler section. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and that's really that's the turning point too because uh, Del Rey Lindo's Lendo's son Jonathan Major steps on one, but it doesn't ignite. So he's standing there. Those mine people, those minesweepers, just show up.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that's also very random. Well, and that's they what ha- I was saying. I guess they heard the explosion. I guess that's, that's what, what I was
1: saying, saying though. Like yeah. it, like they yeah. they meet them the night before, and then they just show up the They're next in that day. Part of
0: the jungle. They're in that
1: part of the jungle. Yeah.
0: And then so they hear the explosion, they show up. And then, and then, so they help him, they help Del, although Delroy Lindo ends up coming up with the plan to get his son, to get Jonathan Majors off the mine. And they do that successfully. And then they kidnap the, uh, the, the mine, the mine sweepers.
1: Yeah. If there's uh, anything I, that you, you kind of yeah. want to take from this movie is that Delroy Lindo's character, Paul is irrevocably damaged by Vietnam uh, from, from the point that he, he goes in there, he sees his friend die and he sees how, uh, how America treats him after he's back mm-hmm. and everything he ha- And, and, you know, they, they mentioned something about agent orange and all this other stuff that's going on. Uh, you know, he has PTSD. He's been sprayed with agent orange. He's got all these, he's not, uh, he's not a fully, you know, like uh, sympathetic human being anymore. No, Uh, it has ruined his humanity and and uh there's a point uh where we see a the our first real glimpse of that is when he's on the boat uh and uh the guy is trying to sell and sell him uh whatever it's like a chicken i think or something like that
0: that sounds right
1: yeah and uh he tries to sell this guy he tries to sell delroy lindo a chicken and he's really like doing the hard sell uh, and Delroy Lindo's like, just get that away from me, get, get that away from mm-hmm. me, get that away from me. And, uh, and then ends up calling the guy a racial slur and all this. And you're know, like, okay, this guy is, you know, he's, he's, he's probably a little off, but like, as they get into the jungle and the gold, they get the gold and everything, he's really starting to like, you know, you start seeing the 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 greed and the the mm-hmm. you know the all the all the stuff that's happened to him really start to take hold of him.
0: Yeah. There. The, the gold fever. That's where this that's where this kind of turns into treasure mm-hmm. uh, of the Sierra of the Sierra Madre for sure. Yeah. And then and then like I guess with the landmines and stuff, maybe that's why I kept thinking of like sorcerer and wages of fear. But yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah. No, this, I thought about that too yeah. while I was watching this. Because it's
0: that kind of tension, right? It's like you just never really know. Like it's a very explosive situation, literally mm-hmm. and figuratively. Mm-hmm. And you never really know when the next thing's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And um and then there's also, I mean, yeah, because I, I think you're right though, because the Del Rolendo character at first, like we can tell he's kind of a you know, he's kind of an ass and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you you in that scene, I think you find out how deep it goes. And then of course you find out there's a do we want to talk about the twist with Helm? We can. Um, so then you find out, you know, he's been, he's the one that's really talking about storm and Norman and keeps talking about it. And he's obviously was very affected by that. And then what you find out at the end is that he shot him. Uh, -hmm. he didn't mean to, but it was just, they were, they were attacked and he was firing and he killed him. He killed his friend.
1: Yeah. It's uh, something that you don't actually see in movies very often mm -hmm. where, it seems like Friendly Fire, the way the way war movies are made a lot of times, Friendly Fire should be killing a lot more people. Um, uh, you know, they seem to miss everybody in, in these in these things. And this one, it's absolutely uh, in, in this one. It's, uh, you know, you're you, and I love the way he he Spike Lee does this, too. Uh, it It's kind of like you're like, wait a minute. Did he hit him? Did, did I don't know? I'm not sure if he hit him or not. And then you find out for sure that he hit him.
0: Um, yeah because he has uh he sees his ghost right and he has kind of a like a which i mean he could just be delusional or whatever but he you know he gets a hug from him and he says i forgive you and
1: well no like it was right after he got shot chadwick boseman says like you know that's it's not your fault and everything yeah, yeah before yeah. he before he dies and everything. oh that's
0: right that's right that's what it, yeah gotcha
1: um so yeah i mean yeah that that ghost thing does happen as yeah. well um uh yeah, Delroy Lindo gets murdered like no one has ever been murdered before. Oh in this movie. Uh, like he is just riddled with holes by the time this is this movie. Yeah, over.
0: well, and that's and that's another thing, right? The you, they uh, another thing they encounter is they this uh, uh, Vietnamese people show up that want mm-hmm. the gold from them, which you end up, of course, finding out they're working with Jean Renault. Yes. And uh, that's how they know what's going on. Um, Cause you see them early on too. There's, I think when they find the gold, you see them like spying on them or something, or maybe they haven't found the gold yet, but I know there's at one point where you see there's people watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm not, I can't, it's I can't
1: remember days. that, but that sounds right to yeah. me.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's um, real quick and, and then you don't see them again until they show up and they, you know, they, and then, and then they, and then they end up having to get the, the mine sweepers to work with them. Yeah. Um, one of them gets killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the the two uh, Paul Michael Glazer and um, yeah I guess it's Melanie Teary. I'm gonna say Teary it's a Hauser Paul Walter Heiser. and yeah oh,
1: yeah and I would say I would say it's probably like it's either it's it's either Melanie Teary yeah. I think Teary is right um, uh, or yeah or you just call it Melanie Mel- Melanie Laurent does the same thing he has that little, exactly. Uh, ex goo or whatever over the e so and it was uh, hard
0: not to be reminded of her either and uh was that in glorious bastards i guess yeah. it was really hard not to be reminded of her because i mean it's I, they they kind they don't like they don't really look alike but they're similar builds and i don't, I don't know and they're in a, yeah you know, yeah there, there was some
1: cer- certain things about her character that I, yeah. I thought the same thing like all that also brings up the fact that apocalypse now shows up in this movie mm-hmm. a couple of times and like uh if you've ever seen the redux version of apocalypse now, or the director's cut, Mm -hmm. there's a whole section where they, uh, where Martin Sheen and everybody runs into a bunch of French nationals, like, uh, living, uh, living somewhere on a, in a house. um, in in the in the jungle somewhere and yeah. uh and that's that's something that i i haven't uh done much research on like the french involvement with the vietnam war but that mm-hmm. apparently was a big thing um and because the, these the this character this uh this heady or heady character uh that melanie tierney plays uh she's there because of like her father or somebody like that was there yeah. at the time and she's uh, coming back to do some good, and, and apparently her dad didn't do any good or something like that when he was there.
0: Well, um, and then Del Rey Lindo, um, the Paul, his character Paul, he when they first meet Jean Renault, he kind of gives them some shit about that, about the French involvement, and you know, and then Jean Renault's like, "Thanks for that," at you know, elementary, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 vacation of whatever, you know. It was just it's just kind of one of those like who's got the bigger dick moments. Oh um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a
1: scene towards the end i I like the i like the gunfight at the end i thought that was good mm-hmm. but like one thing about it i was like how in the world is jean renault not getting shot during yeah. this entire thing like he is out in the open and they're just missing 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 <laughs> and and i'm just like he's he's just there guys you and you yeah. guys aren't like you guys aren't holding guns that are like like you know uh, you you would miss if you shot that mm-hmm. many times in that way, and but, I don't know
0: if this was on purpose. And I just thought about this when you brought it up. But there is a they do talk about uh, Rambo at one point, like they talk mm-hmm. about those kind of movies mm-hmm. and how they're not realistic. And I think one of the things they say is you've got that guy shooting everybody, but he never gets hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that could was be. To be a reference. could be. But, uh, um, but it's it's a little silly. but it is a really good gunfight it is really interesting and it's kind of one of those cool things too where you know spike lee's talk i mean they're spike lee in the movie he puts in something about rambo and stuff and they're and then the, but then their movie kind of turns into that a little bit towards mm-hmm. the end you know yeah. where they're having this big gun battle and everything so stuff like that's always fun but you know i like all that they end up having to like i said they end up having to bring the two of the the two of them in on the money too so then they end up helping them and then of course other people in the group start dying and mm-hmm. um you know so it just kind of all goes to shit by the end
1: <laughs> there's some great spike lee flourishes in here where you, you where you know this is where Sp- you know you, you know you're watching a spike lee movie um i love when delroy lindos by himself and he starts talking to the camera and everything and he has these uh-huh. big speeches and everything and um it spike lee movies always get uh, incredibly engrossing when he gets into this into that mm-hmm. mode where people are doing soliloquies essentially and um and uh, delroy lendo has a couple in here where he's just thrashing through the jungle and he's just he starts talking to the camera and everything um great stuff uh i love like the the sort of the uh the ending of this where um, where uh, uh, Otis goes back and, and uh, sees it and, and recognizes that he's got a daughter now mm-hmm. and, you know, he and Spike Lee always has this sort of moment too, where he has the camera sort of on a, uh, a track of some sort with the, the two characters going towards the camera. I don't even know how he does that effect, but it's, I think the camera is sort of like attached to them in some way mm-hmm. as they walk towards it, towards it. So it's got this. It's got this kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's, there's an ethereal feel to it that I really love. And of course, he he does do all this tying together of his themes mm-hmm. by the end of it and everything. I also like how whenever somebody mentions somebody from history, he does this thing that's really cool where he'll he'll cut to a picture of the person that's being mm-hmm. talked about, like if, if it's Martin Luther King or um, who else is in this. He Martin Luther King features prominently. Uh, in this but like you know whenever he's talking about certain people from history they show the picture of the person Mm -hmm. or they show video of the person and everything and i think those are just really nice touches
0: absolutely no i mean this is yeah i mean this is a spike lee movie through and through Mm -hmm. but it is like and you've mentioned this, this this is both it's like kind of strength and weakness is that like the subject matter and the, the point the, the soliloquies and the points he's making are just as profound, just as volatile as stuff he did and like do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, it's also a big like action thriller. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Or in the
0: vein, it's, it's like, it's like do the right thing mixed with inside Man, basically. Like if, yeah. you, if you combine those two movies.
1: Yeah. It kind of amount- is. <laughs> yeah. It kind of is. That's like, what I was saying, if it, if the he's done a spike lee's done a couple of war movies before and i'm trying to remember if he i I don't think i saw uh the one the the big one he made what was that
0: oh god what was that called it's the one where they're 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 searching for treasure too are they is that the one you're talking maybe we're talking about two different ones i
1: actually don't know i think it was in 2007 2008 somewhere around there is when that movie came out um miracle at saint anna
0: yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. They're definitely, they're searching for treasure in that. Um, I, I yeah, that's not a very good movie. Oh, is it not? Yeah.
1: This, uh, that, that was world war two.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: That uh, he did that on. I don't know if he's done anything Vietnam related, but, um, but anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know where we were going with that. So anyway, <laughs> um, there, there, there are a lot of great flourishes and, and I, and I'll just say again, it's just, I, the, the movie the movie I really want to see, I want to see both of these that were both kind of these movies we're talking about separately. Mm-hmm. I just want to see a, a big action movie from one. And I want to see the, you know, the cost of the war to African Americans uh, in another movie. Um, And, uh, and again, I may have to watch it again to really appreciate the, all the mix of, of themes he's putting in here, but uh, on a first glance, I was like, man, I, I like these ideas. I just wish they were in another movie.
0: No, I hear you. You just, you just can't be pleased, man. I got you. I,
1: this is pretty <laughs> much what it is. Everybody <laughs> should understand that, that I can't like movies. I just, but, can't. Like, but
0: I think, I think with this and black Klansman, I mean, like I said, unfortunately, I haven't seen a ton of his more recent stuff. Like I, I didn't see, I, I know a lot of people like Chirac. I didn't see that. Um, mm-hmm. And we were talking about the sweet blood of Jesus. I don't know if people love that or not, but I haven't seen that. But I, but I know this and Black Klansman are two pretty strong films back to back. So I hope I'm, I'm really, really excited to see what he does next. And I know we've mentioned Delroy Lindo, but God, Delroy Lindo is so good in this movie.
1: Yeah, I, I think if there's anything and, that you should come out of this oh movie, out of this review, uh, you know, we love us some Delroy Lindo in yeah. this movie. He and is still- so good.
0: It's such a complex character too. And we've already talked about that a little bit, how you just, you kind of keep finding out, they keep pulling back like, you know, layers and you keep finding out new things about him. And there's the whole thing where Jonathan Majors plays his son. And Jonathan Majors is great. And everybody's great in this really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that there's like a bad performance, but no. uh, Jonathan Majors um, plays his son. And there's like three or four different moments where them where they keep going back and forth and you can't quite figure out if, what their relationship is like, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, who loves who, and because he even at one point says like, "I just wish you weren't my son," basically like, and he's like, "and I, I hate to say it, but it's true." Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, thirty minutes later, he's like, "I love you, man. I'm glad you came. Actually, he's like, "I don't, I don't like why you came," because he basically came to to blackmail his dad. Yeah, yeah. Or, or to or he wanted to he wanted to get some of the money, and he said he was going to tell the authorities if he didn't let him in. Yeah, uh, on it, and um, so you can kind of get why Lindo's mad at him, but then you also realize they probably don't have a great relationship as it is. And mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It just felt like a very realistic, like, you know,
1: well, yeah. Um, and he, you know. and yeah, it's, it's all, it's like, uh, you never know where you're at with, with him, uh, mm-hmm. on the, in that relationship at, it, it uh, at times it looks like he genuinely loves his son, but when it comes down to it, he will uh, sell all of that for mm-hmm. the gold and everything else. Yeah, if he wants the to.
0: The movie, that's what he does. He, yeah, uh, he calls his son a traitor. Yeah, and you know, and then he just takes off on his own, and then uh, obviously he gets captured by the uh, the Vietnamese that are working with Jean Renault, and then like you said, they just they have him dig his own grave, and then they just fill him with I don't know how many bullets. Yeah, it
1: was like hundreds. <laughs> um. Uh. The. Um. Uh, what was What was uh, oh, I, this is very minor, but um, I think Isaiah Whitlock is the only actor I know, uh, who has his kind of profile where he's not like super famous or anything, mm-hmm. who has a catchphrase. Um, uh, and, and I'm not, and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but uh, in The Wire, he's he's very well known for having these prolonged shit i remember when that he, now yes uh he does that in this movie and he did it in the 25th hour another spike lee movie that's uh, yeah, i, I really, really like
0: well that yeah
1: um and uh and uh, he's the only guy i know who has <laughs> that kind of profile where he he constantly gets to do that that yeah it's, 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 not, it's not even a phrase it's a catch it's a catch delivery of a word it's like Chris um,
0: Tucker saying "damn" and "Friday," but it's shit, and it's 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 yeah. better. It's better. It's, <laughs> it it, it's, it really I don't is. know how he says it. He adds like so. Like there is like so many vowels in there. Like I, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. What you're talking uh, about. He. Uh, he. They did this. They did that. It was really funny. Like uh, when The Wire was playing on HBO, there was. Um, I guess they ran into. Uh, a, a situation where they couldn't play the new episode that weekend for some reason. I guess mm-hmm. they had not edited it, or so, I don't know what happened to it, but. Uh, I mean, it would be available the next week. They promised, but like the the whole promo for that was Isaiah Whitlock going she she she, and it's uh, fantastic. Um, I
0: really I really liked him in this movie too. He kind of brings like some levity, I think, to to a few of the scenes because he's definitely kind of the you know more laid back, I guess.
1: The last um, Oscar,
0: m- Oscar, I mean, Ot- I'm sorry, Otis is the only one that survives right i I believe so And
1: and and, and i even had to rewind it to make sure of that because he does get shot um and uh and when they were going through the whole thing where he goes back to meet the Mm -hmm. the the the, his daughter and everything i was like is this a is this him in like death is he like remember like yeah you know, because because the way the way that shot is all real ethereal like and everything. So I was like, oh, maybe he did die. Maybe they maybe he did. But I think he uh, he does end up surviving. There,
0: Yeah, they felt like and I also just found al- they've already made a GIF of um, or GIF, whatever, of um, the four of them. Uh, dancing toward the camera. Do you remember that scene at the beginning when they go to the nightclub or whatever, or the bar?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) I don't remember what the song is, but they're just walking towards the camera and, like, snapping and all that kind of stuff. And that's, like, already been made into, like, a meme. (laughs) It's, like, (laughs) such a great little moment, too. Like, I thought that was hilarious. I saw it on Twitter.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Somebody was like, I could watch this for hours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Del Rio Lindo's doing this thing with his hands where he's like going up and down, almost robot esque. I don't know. It's funny. (laughs) But uh, I just, this movie's got a lot of nice flourishes in it. I don't know. I just, I was on board, definitely. This is, this is definitely up there with like something like The Invisible Man for me. And not that there's been that many 2020 movies I've seen because of obviously everything going on. Right. But, um, you know, of the 35 or whatever I've seen, this is kind of in that, in that, discussion for me yeah for
1: sure uh, with, for sure
0: you know so
1: um okay what did you guys think uh go to Syncast presented by cinema on facebook we're also on cinema twitter uh we're also on music video sins twitter soundcloud and discord if you wanted to get on discord you can go to our reddit page and find the link on the right side of the page there or you can go to Facebook and private message me and I will give you a link there. Where can people find you, Jonathan?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sam 13. And you can hear me just about every week on behind the sins with Zane Hughes and Aaron Dicer.
1: All right. That's going to do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit be sure to visit CinemaSins.com.